Chapter ninety of the Social War of nineteen hundred or the Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Social War of nineteen hundred or the Conspirators and Lovers by Simon Landis. Chapter ninety Dr. Juno's Great Defiant Defense mr president and gentlemen of the commission as i am privileged to defend myself permit me in the onset of my remarks to say that i shall not appear before you as a whining coward nor shall i seek favors at your hands you have not proved anything against me upon which according to stereotyped orthodox usages you could find a verdict of guilty against me for murder in any degree but i emphatically acknowledge that i have ordered all your men to be shot dead who were taken prisoners and who would not take our oath of allegiance and fight in our army and navy against you after i exhorted them to do so and i gave them an opportunity to defend themselves hisses and groans i am aware that this course of warfare is looked upon by all nations as outrageous but i am not controlled or guided by the public opinion of this or any other nation simply because this and every nation on the globe are governed by customs or habits whatever is a custom or usage finally becomes a law custom makes law whether such custom is founded upon fixed law or god's law or upon conjecture and the result of this habit of allowing customs to create law for a nation proves to have been and still is the ruination of the people the working people the poor people the fallen people for whose welfare and eternal salvation i have lived and labored through calm and storm for many long years regardless of comfort gain glory of men or the favor of the pharisees themselves to me war is always outrageous and therefore as we must have this outrageous evil as a necessity the severer the blow the sooner will it be ended it is quadruply outrageous to protract war to make it a lingering cruelty carrying it on for years until a nation is ruined in every way and finally closing the conflict without having established a sound public doctrine or without having taught the belligerents that it was caused by unfaithfulness to god's hallowed injunctions without teaching the nation or nations that jesus christ was a naturalist who taught us by precept and example that the poor man's soul is as near and dear to him as the rich person's yea he went farther and said it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of god jesus meant what he said for it is utterly impossible for a man to be happy in the hereafter when this mortal coil returns to clay and the spirit stands aloof and reflects upon the impiousness of having held as his own that which he neither brought into the world nor took out of it and which god designed for the use of all alike whilst they journeyed on his footstool where the most talented apt and wise should do but do not as christ commanded preach saying that the kingdom of god is at hand meaning all the fixed laws and wonderful works of god heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out devils freely ye have received freely give 
provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses i have by acts followed these natural teachings all my life and you and your co-conspirators who have worshipped god contrary to this scientific method have persecuted me and mine for nearly half a century until you became so cruel tyrannical overbearing selfish and self-righteous that neither i nor my followers could exist in peace and comfort therefore we saw that it behooved us to teach you a terrible lesson and by so doing save the unborn generations from falling into the same horrible pool of corruption that nations have waited in for hundreds of years thus i have instituted the most speedy although cruel plan to save the race from the thraldom that filthy lucre creates and thereby give to the poor a chance to be honest healthy and natural great applause do i look like a man fond of war who would delight in the misery of the people i hope not do i look like the man that the honourable bluster gibbons has made me out to be cries of no no do any of my sermons lectures orations or writings advocate cruelty to the people or have i always advocated that the few should be sacrificed for the good of the many cries of yes what induced me to oppose the whole world but my unfeigned love for the people and the practical reverence i had for god war is always cruel and thousands of innocent ones must suffer for the guilty in such outrageous times but the right always conquers in the end it was such men as yourselves yes you and your proselytes that have caused this barbarous conflict and it is i who had shot and intend to have all your rebellious men speedily shot when taken as prisoners and if i die at your hands generals cadwell stew pansy and pierce die also such have been my orders however i feel that it would be best for my cause if you should shoot me therefore i resolutely and fearlessly defy you to shoot me cries of hear hear if i should fall at your hands it would cause such a holy indignation throughout the union amongst the sovereign people the working people whom the honourable bluster gibbons styles the offscouring of the land who are not good enough for you to wipe your feet upon that they would wipe you out like slate pencil marks yes i am fully convinced that i had better die at your hands so find me guilty of anything and vent your hypocritical spleen upon him who has been a stumbling-block in your unhallowed path and then you will see the glory of god appear tremendous applause i speak this gentlemen with reverence and in great earnestness and now as i have given you a brief explanation of the motives that prompted me to shoot your men i will add that i esteem you gentlemen and your boon associates not these spectators who are twin to our offscouring of the land as the most impious black-hearted and dastardly set of hypocrites and vipers that the world ever looked upon you have had your own way so long that you think it presumptuous in any man or body of men to throw you from your sacrilegious saddle in which you have been riding to the devil on the double quick and have dragged the millions of sincere and confiding working people with you deny this if you can and more you have owned everything you have stolen the livery of heaven to serve the devil in 
have by your selfishness usurped every right of the people when i say the people i mean the working people the producers the offscouring of the land who are not good enough to wipe your pharisaical feet upon tremendous applause i gentlemen have the honour of having caused your little game to be permanently blocked and even your own people these your spectators seem to approve of my course if i may judge of the kindly applause that i have received since i have feebly spoken in defence of their rights at the sacrifice of your lofty positions positions which you have obtained by cunning craft and deception which very much looks to me like legalized wholesale robbery like selling principle and piety to the highest bidder and which resembles the graphic picture which is painted in the twenty-third chapter of st matthew of the new testament in the language of the son of man who likewise gave himself as a sacrifice or ransom for the cause of god and humanity that is woe unto you scribes and pharisees hypocrites for ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte and when he is made ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves ye serpents ye generation of vipers how can ye escape the damnation of hell behold your house is left unto you desolate in conclusion let me invoke you to repent every one of you and join our cause of god and humanity that the spirit of christ and the reappearing or second coming of christ may be made manifest uproarious applause but if you refuse to accept the bona fide boon of salvation and persist in your haughty manner to usurp the power which alone is vested in god and his faithful people you will shortly receive your doom mark the words of one who is your friend however abrupt and cruel his language may seem vociferous applause i have done and it remains for you to do as you see fit in either way i will be benefited may god have mercy on your souls End of chapter ninety